0: Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. It is time now for our Euro Watch segment, and a lot of focus this morning is going to be on the government in the UK. Helping me out is Chris Humphrey, who is Executive Director, EU ASEAN Business Council. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, sir. At least we're starting off on the right note. Manchester United beating Tottenham Hotspurs. It's a glorious day. (laughs) Beautifully said. Okay, Chris, unfortunately not so glorious where the UK government is concerned. British Prime Minister Liz Truss has vowed to lead Britain's Conservatives into the next election. That could be due within two years. Although she's got uh, quite the disastrous first six weeks in Downing Street. This morning, the latest being Suella Breverman resigns from her position as Interior Minister. This, of course, because of a breach of rules as well as concerns over the direction of the government. I suppose to start us off, where businesses are concerned, when they look at the UK, Chris, right now, what are they thinking? <laughs> That's a good
1: question. Can, uh, I mean, we Chris. can say it cleanly on air, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly the politics is not in the best place in the yeah. UK at the moment. To uh, lose one minister within... Six weeks of becoming prime minister was bad enough. Losing two is even worse. Seeing your economic policy uh, announced and then ripped up by your new chancellor is also pretty bad. Mm. Um, the position of the UK economically is pretty dire at the moment. Uh, but then again, the rest of the world is facing problems as well. So I think for businesses everywhere, uh, a lot of businesses are just holding back at the moment. It's in a wait and see mode. We have rising inflation. We have rising interest rates globally. Yeah. Uh, um, so the UK is not in a unique position in this, but they have done an awful lot, I'm afraid, to create their own problems and make it even worse.
0: I guess, I guess also is on the back of the fact that you know there used to be such an economic power. There are some politicians trying to drum up a bit of interest. The Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, urging business leaders to invest in climate solutions, saying that the British capital will need another £75 billion in investment to meet its climate goals, but at the same time, still criticizing Liz Truss and her approach towards climate action. What do your thoughts on this?
1: Well, I think you saw it last night. The vote in the House of Commons on, on fracking uh, does mm. not signal a good thing. I mean, it's also a break of their manifesto pledge. They said they weren't going to do any more fracking last night. They're trying to force MPs to vote in favour of fracking. And and that's not a good signal, uh, particularly actually when our own net zero czar uh, votes the wrong way as well. Mm. So there, there are mixed signals coming out from the UK on this. Uh, This trust is announced quite clearly. She wants a growth strategy and she doesn't really care where that growth comes from. We have to be mindful of what we're doing in the future. Uh, We need to do more on climate change everywhere in the world. Sadiq Khan's plea for more money is no different to what you'll see for pleas for money, say, here in Southeast Asia. There's a lot of demand. But there's not much money around.
0: Okay, fair point. If we were to talk about the UK's approach to dealing with inflation, what are your thoughts on that? At this time, is perhaps even the United States' approach to rate hikes is also being questioned. What are your thoughts and what's business sentiment with regard to that?
1: Well, the problem with inflation is it's supply-side driven, not demand-side driven. And And the tools that the central banks have everywhere are essentially the same. You either raise interest rates or you don't raise interest rates, mm. and they're all grappling with this problem. Raising interest rates is designed to suppress the the, the demand side, not the supply side. And the problem with inflation is, I just mentioned this problem because there are squeezes on key commodities, on energy, and on fuel in particular, globally. Mm. So, how you tackle this is is a major problem, and the only tool they've got in their armoury is interest rate increases. Yeah. And then at the same time, of course, you then, then got inflationary pressures and raising interest rates will cause more inflationary pressures uh, going forward as housing becomes more expensive, mortgages become more expensive, loans become more expensive, and it will then suppress investments mm. when countries need more growth. This is a major problem globally, not just in the UK, not just in the US, but everywhere in the world.
0: Yeah, and there are other effects, right? I mean, one of it is in the form of strikes. Thousands of teachers, education staff, are set to vote later this month on whether they're going to carry out a strike because they're looking for higher pay, more funding. Education unions, of course, want this. But at the same time, we saw British Airways set to avoid a pilot strike because these guys reached an agreement on the outline of a pay deal within the union. I suppose as we hit into winter, Chris, we're going to expect more disruptions like this. It could probably affect holidaymakers' plans, especially in light of revenge travel.
1: I think you're going to have a lot of problems, particularly throughout Europe, UK Mm. included, uh, coming through the winter, not just because of the Russia-Ukraine issue and the impact Mm. that's going to have on energy and energy costs. But, you know, with inflation, trade unions everywhere are going to be saying, we need to protect our workers, we need to see them getting more money to make up for the, the increase in the cost of living. And I think you're going to see more and more of these strikes happening, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. A lot of it will happen, you know, in places like the travel area, you know, train strikes we've had in the UK recently. You've got strikes in France at the moment as well. Uh, And they'll spread throughout Europe. I don't think it will be as bad as the winter of discontent that we had in the the 1980s, but it's going to be pretty bleak at times.
0: And you're right. I mean, quite same elsewhere in Europe, in France, in fact, uh, yesterday or the day before, there were striking workers holding rallies as well, all asking for more pay. I mean, Chris, I've got two questions. One, how do you see property potentially being affected by this? And secondly, what should businesses or how should businesses approach the situation in Europe?
1: Well, on the property side, if you get raising interest rates, that means mortgages go up. Uh, so the cost of buying a home gets more expensive. So you're probably going to see some tapering off in property values. Well, I was reading overnight, actually, that property values in London are still going up. But mm-hmm. I think you're going to see some tapering off uh, over the next six months or so in that sector. But businesses, as I said earlier, I think a lot of them you'll find are going to hold on to the cash in their bank at the moment okay. before they make major investments. Because they don't want to see which way the economic winds are blowing.
0: It's going to be quite interesting to see how 2023 pans out. We're going to have a bit of fun with this. I don't know if you came across this on the Daily Star where there's a live stream of a photograph of Liz Truss and a cabbage or a lettuce. And the challenge is how long can Liz Truss outlast a lettuce whose shelf life is typically about 10 days. So she's got till Sunday in order to win this contest. I mean, how long more can Liz Truss last? Especially last night when you saw the discontent in parliament.
1: Uh, and she had a particularly bad Prime Minister's question today as well, yeah. I think when you've got newspapers like the Daily Star which were traditionally quite supportive of the Tory Party, putting out front pages with a picture of her and a picture of Letters <laughs> and saying which one will survive longer the game really is up and the only oh, question yeah. now is is how they manage it, how they manage that transition and who on earth would want to take over mm. we're in a part of the UK political cycle now, the, the Conservatives have been in power for quite some years and you know, often in the UK, when the party's been in power for as long as they have, they're going to have a change of government. Okay. So whoever takes over probably knows they're going to lose that election. The only question is how bad they lose that election.
0: Wow. I suppose what's the timeline then? Should she have to step down or decide to step down? Any odds Jeremy Hunt might put himself back in the hat?
1: Well, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's clearly uh, positioning himself. Yeah. And if you read, read some of the editorials coming out from UK Press, Uh, They all believe that he's the one now in charge and not her. Mm. Uh, I think the resignation of the Home Secretary overnight is particularly damning, and I'm pretty sure there could be more resignations following. If there are, this trust probably won't survive before the end of the month. Uh, If there's not, she may well just weather the storm through and just keep on going. And it's really hard to judge. And the the problem is, as I said, who would want to run now? Jeremy Hunt positioned himself, maybe Rishi Sunak would come back. Uh, and you remember Boris Johnson, when he resigned, yeah. he's using some obscure Latin phrase of saying, essentially, like oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I will be back. Um, so you just don't know where they're going to come from next.
0: That lettuce must be feeling quite nervous. No, he looks like he's going <laughs> to lose this particular bet. <laughs> Chris Humphrey, Executive Director, EU ASEAN Business Council, all the line with me. Chris, always a pleasure speaking with you. You take care and have a great day. Yeah. Thanks, Elliot. Cheers. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg.